Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Before we go any further with yesterday's news here on Boston's Morning Show, you've put up a poll that I want you to tell everybody about because I want them to weigh in on this throughout the morning and then later in the morning we can reveal some of the the top people. Well, I just did the top two because I was going to do the top four, but I quickly thought people might not know who these people were. But anyway, (laughs) Boston Magazine has put out a list, uh, the most influential people in Boston. Uh, So we've asked uh, at VBTheWiseAnd on WRK.com, who is the most influential Bostonian? Is it A, Linda Pizzuti Henry or B, Marty Walsh? Because that's the top two they have in that order. They yes. have her as number one, Walsh as number two. Yes, they do. It's a list of 100. <clears throat> I, I have a lot of thoughts on that list. We'll get to them mm. later on, but for whatever it's worth. Yeah, so uh, be sure you go to wrko.com backslash mornings, or you can check it out at VBTheWise on Twitter. But vote, and uh, and we'll check in throughout the morning and let you know how we're doing there. <clears throat> All right. I haven't posed this question because I've, I don't like to do 100 to nothing, but is there anyone out there that thinks that Ronnie Jackson might be the VA secretary at some point? Does anybody think that's going to happen? Well, Ronnie Jackson, after his reaction yesterday, may still think so, um, which I was, or, or at least earlier in the day, he was on Capitol Hill uh, visiting with some senators and he was caught by the media and uh, he sounded very positive. Uh, he was all smiles and said, "Boy, he just couldn't wait to get uh, he couldn't wait to get his hearing rescheduled so that he could answer anybody's questions who may have questions." That wasn't exactly how the president sounded. Well, though, right? let's start with this then. What would be your first question to Ronnie Jackson? Are you the Candyman? Right. I mean, nicknames are great until there's one. Trust me on this. Nicknames are great until there's one that you can't run from and is you're going to own for the rest of your life that you didn't want. As a doctor, you don't want the candy man. No, you do nickname. not. <clears throat> and, you know, some people were saying, well, like the president said, I don't know of these allegations that you speak of and everyone's talking about. Um, you know, a lot of people tried to say, well, who met with Ronnie Jackson yesterday say that, you know, he's denying anything. But... The, those who have come forward with the allegations claim that 20 people in the VA system and in the military have come forth with this. It's a three-pronged attack, by the way, and I don't know how you, I don't know how you would prove that this happened. But it, the banging on the the door of the woman when he's traveling with Obama—that one's going to be a problem. Yes, <clears throat> I mean it's the Me Too age, so that's going to be a problem. And then the, and that's alcohol fueled. Yes, he was allegedly drunk. Yes, yeah. or had drank too much was the words they used. Mm-hmm. So on the jo- on the job, and right? The, the the story goes that I forget where they were, were were somewhere in Europe. But Jackson goes to a woman that was traveling with them, and he's banging oh on her hotel door while he's somewhat in- inebriated, allegedly. 
And the only reason that they stopped it or it became an issue was that he was banging so loudly they were afraid he was going to wake the president. And it was going to become a thing. So somebody stepped in and stopped him, whatever. That one's going to be awfully tough to explain. Uh, and then you got the the management thing, in which everyone says he's a bore and he's a loudmouth and he's pushing right. people around. Yeah. Usually when you have one smoking gun, you stick to that. They threw all three of them up. But when when the overriding story is that you're not qualified for the job, and then you have these, this right. three-speared trident pointing at you, how how could he possibly get the gig? I don't know. I don't think the president wants him to. I mean, I think when this is all said and done, you know, Mitch McConnell yesterday said he was waiting to hear from the president about whether they would reschedule or not. I mean, I just don't think it's ever going to be scheduled. I think that he's just going to fade into the the woodwork and that's the end of it and he's going to go away. I don't think that the I don't think that the president uh wanted, you know, his reputation to be sullied the way that it's going to have been when this is all said and done and i think probably the advice he gave him was don't don't put yourself through this don't do it if this is even close to being true don't do it back out uh yeah so this is the president talking yesterday and again i I thought it was a perfectly fine perfectly candid moment but with what happens when you have cameras on him at all times two hours later he ends up countering himself sort of but anyway here's what he said What he is is a leader and a good man. But I told him, I said, you know what, Doc? You're too fine a person. His son's a top student at Annapolis. He's a high-quality person. I said, what do you need it for? So he'll be making, it's totally his decision, but he'll be making a decision. Uh, We'll see what happens. I don't want to put a man through who's not a political person I don't want to put a man through a process like this. It's too ugly and too disgusting. So we'll see what happens. He'll make a decision. So are, are you saying, Mr. President, that you will stand behind him? It's oh, his- I would definitely stand behind him. He's a fine man. I'll always stand behind him. So people made a big deal of that, like within one sentence. He's hypocr- I don't think he's hypocritical. I mean, I, I don't either. totally I mean, I think get he, what he's yeah. saying. But that's my advice every <laughs> single – you've seen me do this many times. And we just did it recently here. I've done it with Jeff Deal. Anytime someone says to me, I'm thinking of running for office, I say, why? Why would you do that? Why would you put yourself through that? And this is a the story on Ronnie Jackson was, even after that press conference, is great guy. Looks like a guy you definitely want to have a beer with. Now it's the guy I don't even want anywhere near my daughter. Within five seconds. Because now once they turn on you and they go, yeah. good night, nurse. He was Obama's best friend, apparently, from all the pictures we've seen, all the stories we've heard, now he's the great Satan because he's once you get nominated to be a cabinet secretary, man, they're going to find stuff and they're going to rip you down. Well, the, for me, the big problem with him, I'm sure he is a very nice person. I'm sure he is a very fine doctor. And I'm sure that he's done right by all of these presidents who have <clears throat> had nothing but really good things to say about him. But if he has had any level of issues um, in the what I think has been very limited amount of administrative work that he has done a- along the way, then th- he probably isn't the right choice. And I think all of us questioned whether he was the right choice for that reason. Um, but if he's got limited administrative experience and according to some of these critics, uh, he's done nothing but created an atmosphere of ish- of problem. This is not the place for him. It's just not. This is a huge department with so many sets of circumstances and problems of its own that, you know, 
we don't need somebody coming into it who's already been tarnished. What possible upside so, is there? To none. It? I mean, Zero. the veterans have already spoken on yep. this. They're not really they interested, and mm-hmm. at least a large swath of them. I, I mean, I'm interested in it just because I think this would be a phenomenal hearing. I mean, phenomenal. But is that what we're doing? Yeah. What it does do too is like I don't, I don't. Whoever knew of the White House doctor before? But what was the vetting there? Like they're all ripping Trump on he doesn't vet anymore and whatever. What what? I mean, does he just get to stay as the White House doctor and we're cool with that? If any of this stuff is true, do we do we vet him, reevaluate him? What happens with him? Well, I don't know. I mean, I, you know, going to the the lack of vetting when it comes to nominating him, I, I would say that there certainly was a lack of vetting here. I know the president goes with his gut. And I got a feeling just by some of the exposure that we've seen of Ronnie Jackson, he does come off like a really good guy. You know, he's got this great big smile. He seems warm. And I'm sure as a doctor, he's got great bedside manner for the presidents. You know, all these different presidents have loved him. But you do have to dig below the surface with these people when you start to nominate them. And his gut may have been right about him being his doctor, but I'm not sure that it's right about him running the VA. But now I don't know what happens to him. I mean... I guess you can be a good doctor. The, the only question I have is, how did the guy get away with like traveling with the president and drinking and partying it up? What happens if something happens to the president and you're you're there in the bag and you're out on the road? I mean, I didn't understand that in of itself should have been a reason for him to be dismissed. I would think. Well, that's why one news got to be. We haven't heard the whole story. We've just heard this <laughs> rumor too. I assume of all of them, that's the easiest one to explain. Certainly, I wasn't drunk, and anyone who says otherwise wasn't there. Second of all, I was banging on her door because we were having a joke. We were doing this thing, and it was a contest, and she had called my room to wake me up, so I banged on her door to wake Whatever. I didn't, you know, unless she comes out and says, look, I was threatened. I was in the room. Yeah. I thought he was coming to get me, whatever. Unless that happened, I'm assuming they can explain that one away. I don't know. But I, I can't assume he was falling down drunk. If he was, it would have been an issue. You can't have the t- guy traveling with the president. No. You also can't have the guy just throwing around barbiturates, for goodness sakes, <laughs> with no the, the White House staff. So I don't know. I mean, that may be All where he's in the biggest problems. All of this stuff may be exaggerated. Right. I don't know. But if it's true that he has been referred to as the candy man, mm. I, don't know how you get past, mm. I don't know how you would get past that. I don't know how he's going to either. It is 629, and you're listening to The Morning Show, Boston's Morning Show, right here on WRKM. BB, we've got to remind everybody what we're doing on Friday morning. Yep, Diner right. Friday, returning. It's, that's it. It's April the 27th. We're going to be at the Irontown Diner in Saugus. If you're in the mood for a hearty breakfast, let the Irontown Diner staff serve you up something that you're going to love. We're going to be there from 6 to 10 on Friday morning, and we hope that you'll come down and see us. Have a great breakfast, and we'll share some laughs and uh, share some good breakfast. So, Irontown Diner, coming up. Kelly, financial poll question that has gone up. I decided to do it. What percentage chance does Ronnie Jackson have of being the next VA secretary? A, zero. B, a slim chance. Or C, a good chance. 20% 20% say a good chance. Mm. 45% yeah. say zero, which yeah. I'm in the zero category. But I, w- interest of full disclosure, I was in the zero category the second he was nominated. Yeah, right, right, right. So this just adds to my zero, but I, 
I think zero for what it's worth. So if he is, you can call back, call in that day and go, ha ha. But I think no, none. No, I don't even think he'll get a hearing. I think we're we're all finished here. He's going to step away. He's going to find, you know, a way to gracefully get out of this. I just, I, I agree with the president in that <laughs> if there's stuff in your past like what's being alleged, why in the world would you put yourself out there for this any further? And it's concerning if, for me, and I know you said, you know, the, the thing with the woman isn't really bad. I'm concerned about the idea that if he's handing out prescription pills. I mean, that could do away with his medical career, period. I mean, I would just let this go. If I, well, I don't. I mean, when they say handing out, I don't think he breaches into his pocket and goes, no. I, want I mean, I, he's just writing an awful lot of prescriptions would be the idea. Uh, you know, I'm assuming that can be explained. The woman issue is, and all that's accused is that he banged on a woman's hotel room door while he was maybe inebriated, but he is married, as Trump mm-hmm. pointed out yesterday. You got to play that through in your head and say, okay, what what was I doing? One, two, right. what can they bring out in this hearing? Because I don't need to put my wife through that. I just right. don't. Going back to the, the prescriptions, though, remember, VB, you can't just be in the same building with someone and they say they don't feel good. And you go, oh, let me get you a prescription. I mean, how many of those people are actually his patients? I think he probably could do that. I Again, I don't know. Do you have to? I mean, do you have doctor friends who you just say to them, "Gosh, do can you I know, but I don't yeah. work in the White House." I mean, this is a different level, so I don't know what the charge, is, especially when you're overseas too. I, I'm pretty sure if he's overseas with Obama and uh, Josh Ernest goes, "My, I, my knee is screwed up, and I have a thing," even though you're not my, do- yeah, I can get you something. I'm pretty sure that happens. So, I, I'd need to know exactly yeah. what the thing is, but I'm guessing that could be explained away. Yeah, it's it's when people call you the candy man that that's a problem because that just implies you're just handing things out left and right. And I don't think any doctor is... There's two things you don't want to be called as a doctor. Yeah. One is the candy man, two is Dr. Feelgood. Otherwise, right. your nicknames are pretty good. But those two are, they're tough. Yep. Bill's in Sudbury this morning. Hey, Bill, good morning. Hello, good morning. Good, good morning, morning, sir. I was in the... He was almost certainly until yesterday at 2 o'clock-ish when the White House released that... Uh, Inspector General's report from 2012. That basically sunk him. And now I'm in the zero camp because I think that that Inspector General's report from 2012, where most of those allegations mm-hmm. you're bringing up, mm-hmm. they mostly all come from there. And uh, they, that's where they come from. So, uh, you know, we all know people who we like who we would not hire. We all know people that we would like and we would hire, but if there was another, if there was a board that we had to run them through, we knew we couldn't get them through, but right. we would use them. I mean, one thing that can happen here, though, Bill, is you got to understand. Ronnie Jackson's a kind of unique case where you want you talk about conspiracy theories. So let's say Ronnie Jackson's going to go down. Well, one thought that I'm positive is being played right now is, but can we use him before he goes down? And the way we use him is Obama loved him. Obama loved him. Obama knew about this Inspector General report, and he loved him. So now we start to use it against the Dems, even though he's our guy. I know you. that sounds crazy, and how could that bother? This is Trump world. Right. I could so, see this no problem. Yeah, Bush hired him. Trump tried to promote him, but it's Obama's fault that he's there. That's how it's going to play out. I'm not saying that's how it's no, going I to play out. No, I agree with you. That's how it's going to play out. I could easily see yeah. it. I think how it's going to play out is he's going to quietly say, probably tomorrow, but maybe today, whenever. You know what? I, I've reconsidered, and I'm not going to do this. And that's going to be the end of it. But 
if if he doesn't step down and they are talking about a rescheduled hearing, that's what's going to happen. I don't. I put it at zero, but I'm just throwing it out there because that's how they do this stuff. Yeah, I. <laughs> but I mean, the, the narrative on the other side is going to be okay. Great, the guy that vouched for the president's mental and physical stability is nicknamed the Candyman. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, there's going to this is going to be ugly from all sides. I think that's why it just when in normal world you say out. that's it. We don't want this. Isn't good for anybody. But one person says, but it might be good for me. Well, here's the one thing about all of this. It would be different if the president was banging a drum going, You're, we're going to get him through no matter what. The president was pretty clear about where he stands in this yesterday. I wouldn't do this if I was him. That means and he can say, I'm going to stand with him. That just means I'm not going to badmouth him. That doesn't mean I'm going to tell him, you go and you push as hard as you can. president wants this guy to say, thank you very much. I love my current job, and I'm going to stay in it. And I think that's what's going to happen. But I think they'll give it a little time so it just sort of fades fades away because there's no hearing, and then, boom, he's gone. I think that's just another example of president, you're fired, can't actually fire anyone to their face. Well, maybe, or behind closed doors, maybe he is telling him, you, you can't do this. But he's just trying to save face for the guy because he thinks he's a good guy and he thinks he's a good doctor. And there's the quote, everyone's doing it on the text line, but I'll give it to you fine, which is that I only hire the best people. Well, that's why you can't fire him particularly or rescind it because I think he was the best person. He decided to not do it. I mean, that's what just is the best for everybody, you would think. But 643, and let's check it with Andy Carboni, find out how a morning commute, which is just getting started, how it's going. Andy, getting pretty tough out there. Six forty nine here on Boston's Morning Show. Can I just go quickly uh, uh, sure. get off of Ronnie Jackson? Yeah, I yep, promise, yep, yep. Is there a more toxic job that is also, you know, arguably the most important job? You mean I mean, as doctor, as VA secretary? Oh, VA secretary. I mean, no. the question is, if Ronnie Jackson steps aside, then who wants the gig? Because you just saw what happened to Shulkin. Now you've seen what I'm. First, you got to run the gauntlet. To even get there and then the second you get there then it's hot oven treatment until you can't take it anymore i mean that's how it goes there that's yeah, a this is gig yeah, man why is. scott brown ever wanted that is beyond i know why he wanted it you want to help veterans sure that's why anyone would want it but i get that there are hurdles with every gig but this one is unbelievable yeah this is the i mean and for that matter um <clears throat> It's tough for the president who has to make a decision about finding someone else. I mean, do you go to the medical profession? Do you go to a veteran? Do you go to a business person? I mean, who who is best suited to bring that department around? I mean, it's the biggest bureaucracy short of the state department in the, you know, in the government. It's it's a huge job with so many I think just inherent problems. I, I wouldn't want the job. And again, I, I want something to be done that's really great for veterans. But boy, I just don't even know how you start. So I don't know what's his what what his best bet is or what direction to go next. I'm looking at any other Secretary of State. We just went over this with Pompeo. Fine, yeah. okay, but but really, the buck stops with the president. I mean, Pompeo yeah. ultimately is my. When you're the VA, sir, you are the guy exactly. making decisions, and you are the guy that's affecting people's lives, and you are the guy that can can do sea changes in theory. 
and you're, it's, you're, you the resistance you're going to get right? no matter what. That department in and of itself, I think, is a, is so swampy. I mean, it is. It's going to be hard to change the culture, and people are trying, and it's just not happening. Well, you know, it's been it's been dark days at the VA for a long time. We're looking for a little sunshine. Who can make the sunshine? It won't be the Candyman, is my prediction. But I, that, that was my <laughs> stretch think, way to put yes, it. Yes, I, I see that, but no, I don't think the Candyman probably will. <clears throat> but be sure you vote because uh, we want to hear. By the way, a friend of think. mine. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I get the thinking. He, he texts me. Let me tell you something. If I'm the president, this is his thought. Yeah. If I'm the president, I do want my doctor being the Candyman. <laughs> And I think that's true of almost all these presidents. This you think could JFK's be why they doctor like wasn't the Candyman? Oh, I mean, yes. this is what these guys do. This is how they operate. But it's one thing to be the Candyman for the president. The problem with it is that if when you just become the Candyman for everybody, that's not that's a problem. We could just go full on apprentice and just make it like a sponsorship thing. You know, <laughs> the Secretary of the Veterans Administration's Department, brought to you by Skittles. Taste the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be Skittles based on the problems that the Trump kids had with Skittles earlier. <laughs> lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.